0: We're back, folks. Another episode of Toad's Tunes. This week, we're sitting down with Jordan Rowe in Vegas for NFR. His first time actually playing here in Vegas, but not his first time in Vegas. Talking Taekwondo was his first trip. Mom covered his eyes. Come on, man. He had to be a kid, right? We're going to talk about the move to Nashville, growing up in the church, Red Atkins, Tracy Lawrence, Eddie Montgomery, college football, and so much more. You know what? Let's get to it. Let's get to know Jordan Rowe.
1: that's what you got.
0: Ten if I'm a welcome to another episode of Toad's Tunes. Today, Jordan Rowe. What's up, y'all? I'm glad How? to be here. Dude, welcome to Vegas, man. Yeah,
1: hey, I appreciate it. It's my, it's my first, well, actually third time being here, but the first time I've got to stay for a little while. The first time I was like... Nine, ten years old and had a Taekwondo tournament out here. My mom covered my eyes the whole time I was here, so that doesn't count. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then the last time I was here uh, was probably a couple years ago. Right. Um, Stayed over at the old Hard Rock for a couple days and hung out. Um, DJ Silver, he had some gigs out here and just invited me along to hang. So this is the first time I'm doing work here.
0: Actually get to play gigs and do your thing. exactly. So you played over at Losers a couple nights ago. Mm -hmm. How was that that experience for you?
1: That was really cool, Uh, Ian. You know, thank shout out to Ian Muslick for having us on there. Um, Got to play with a lot of my buddies up there: Randall King, uh, Casey Tyndall, Jenna Lamaster. We were all in around together, and uh, it was a great time.
0: Casey's played here before. Uh, Both of them, Tyndall and Donahue. Um, Stephanie Quell was up there. She's played mm-hmm. here. I actually, Randall King is coming in May. It'll be his first show here. Okay. Looking forward to that one. And I, uh, I, I've talked to Tristan Merez a couple times online, and I'm excited to get his ass out here, too. We love the Texas country stuff. Yeah, man. It's, it's awesome. A, it's a good fit. Um, Whiskey Jam, that's pretty much what you did. Have you played Whiskey Jam in Nashville? I have not. You have not? I have not, no. I've talked to Ward several times about it. We've still not nailed down a date to do that. So you know what I'm going to do when we get done with this? I'm actually going to reach out to Ward, and I'm going to tell him that I got to you first. All right, that, that's do it. that's a win. <laughs> that's a win for us, man. We were just talking a minute ago about um, football. Do you prefer college over pro?
1: I do. You do. do I'm yeah. the same way.
0: How come? Yeah, man, it's just it's more exciting
1: to watch for me. Um, you know, growing up, I was a huge Georgia Bulldog fan and. Uh, we'll talk about that game today here in a little while. But anyways, um, or we won't talk about it. We won't. won't we don't too. need to. We're <laughs> both upset about yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so yeah, I grew up huge Georgia Bulldog fan. Went to school there. Uh, graduated in 2019. And college football has always been more fun to watch for me. So
0: My best friend from high school moved here from Omaha. And he turned me on to Nebraska. And so I started going to games with him. And then I started going to home games uh, at, in Nebraska, in Lincoln. And it is a totally... Totally different environment. Yeah. I took my son quite a few years back. We went to go see um, I think the Chargers played the Chiefs down in San Diego. And a friend of mine is pretty high up with the Chargers. So they we got this parking pass. We got to drive in, didn't have to wait in line, walked right to these club level seats. You just raise your hand and they bring you whatever. We left at halftime. It was the most boring thing I've ever been to. (laughs) I just don't like pro football. Yeah. I just I don't like pro basketball either. I love college. Mm-hmm. i think the kids are still trying and, right um, yeah yeah that that Definitely. whole effort i think that's actually come down into why i do what i do with music and the newer artists once they get to a certain level i move right back down to the start again and find uh-huh. new people and that's what yeah. we like to do at Stonies is welcome yeah. new artists to west coast and give them a place to play and an audience to play for and um uh, we appreciate it for in sure. vegas of all places yeah it's in awesome. vegas it's awesome. At what age did you do you live in Nashville? I do. at what age did know. you realize that you wanted to like do music and and put your big boy pants on and move to Nashville, Tennessee?
1: Probably when I was a sophomore in college. Um so I'd always been in music growing up, playing in church and uh you know, high school choir and all that stuff. I was playing at little local, you know, talent shows or whatever like that. And when I when I was a kid, I actually started on the drums playing in church and then I played drums in a Christian, it was basically like an original uh, Christian Skinnerd, And I was like 13 playing the drums in this tour and, you know, traveling band and everybody else was in college and it was so much fun. But that's how I got my start. Um, and then I went to Georgia for college. And when I was there my freshman year, I met a promoter there and he let me hop on some gigs opening up acoustic. In a local uh, place? Yep, in yep. Athens right there, Georgia Theater, 40-Watt um, Club. Uh, gosh, where we would play Atlanta, Valdosta. And at the time... Riley Green was coming through there, I opened for him. Uh, Muscadine, Bloodline, Ray Fulcher, you know, that's how I actually met Ray and ended up moving moving in with him. So, but anyways, that all kind of started my freshman year in college and uh, and kind of went from there, and that's when I really realized that, you know, this might be something that's attainable for me. And, you know, I'd always right. dreamed about being a singer but didn't know really how to go to, about it. So I started chasing it down about my sophomore year, freshman year of college.
0: Did Do you write? I do So do yeah. you prefer writing Or do you prefer Like out on the road Doing what you do As far as an artist I do I mean I prefer
1: them About equally You know yeah. I love writing I love writing But I also love You know The artistry thing And getting up there And singing the songs And, and feeling the songs You write when they connect you know that's that's really special
0: i don't think moving in with ray fulcher is a bad thing that dude's got a couple number ones under his belt
1: no yeah yeah
0: and at the time
1: at the time he didn't and and it was funny this was probably 2015 16 um then i then i met him and you know we kind of kept in touch a little bit i might send him a terrible song i'd written and he'd give me some nice feedback and just blow smoke out of him i'm like if ray if you hear this i'm sorry for all those bad songs i sent you but um <laughs>
0: that's the learning process. yeah it, it is
1: it is and so i you know i met him and a couple more guys and they kept telling me you know hey just write just write your butt off and you'll get better and so i started writing writing all the time in my dorm and stuff and then in 2018 i saw ray play at the theater and uh kind of talked to him and i called him up a few days later and was like hey man i'm i want to come to nashville and and write songs all summer can i stay in your guest bed you got anything i can sleep at you know right and I uh, was like yeah come on and, so at the and time, he just opened the door for yeah him. just opened the door I barely knew the guy he's the nicest guy in town but anyways he let me live with him and wrote songs all summer did
0: and, you write uh, with him
1: I did we yeah. did we wrote at the house and stuff and so I jumped in there and and he really helped me out I mean the first the first day I was ever in town in Nashville I literally got there my parents were there to help me move in And Ray was like, hey, I'm down here at Singleton Studio, Jonathan Singleton, come hang out. And so it's like from the get-go, you're just, you know, in there with the right guys. Definitely the right guys. Yeah, so it was really special. And Ray's, I owe a lot to Ray. So, But anyways, uh, yeah, that's how I got started. I was going up to Nashville in the summers writing, going back to college, finished school. And then I moved up officially in 2019 when I graduated from UGA. And then you go to uh, the good old 2020. What would you go to Mm -hmm. school for? I did agribusiness and agricultural want to be economics a yeah I mean that's I grew up around it and uh you know have a deep appreciation for farming I, you know my high school job and stuff I worked on a farm and and uh I went to school for that and there's a lot of that where I'm from in South Georgia uh, Adel and so I went to school for that and did you know two bachelors in agribusiness and ag econ and then did a certificate in music business um so that I kind of had something for either way i ended up you know life taking me (laughs) yeah yeah so um so i did that and then we've actually you know i've always wanted to you know not waste my degrees or kind of do something in that area and so we actually just had them wearing that now says support local farmers we've started making that our merch and so i've got a whole merch line that says support local farmers we've got caps koozies and shirts and we're starting a scholarship and then we're going to take a portion of all those merch proceeds from that and do a scholarship for kids that want to go to school for agriculture, like I did.
0: Heck yeah. That's giving back early uh, in your career. Yeah. That's yeah. super freaking cool. I like, I like, I'll go back to Ray for a few. I like him. His first time he came through here, we just got along pretty well. I keep in touch with him. And he wrote this single and made this post about um, whatever, as people bought the single, he was going to take that money and buy his sister this bike that uh-huh. she wanted Taylor, that she yeah, wanted this yeah. bike so bad. So, uh, me and the owner Chris here. We went and bought the bike, had it shipped here. We put Country AF radio stickers on it, Stony stickers on it, uh-huh. and then we I called Ray one day. I'm like, dude, this is gonna sound weird as shit, but dude, can I get your sister's address. <laughs> I said, I, I promise, I promise, it's not creepy, dude. And he was like, yeah, here it is, dude. I trust you like that. So we sent it, and then I, I just saw him. Uh, he was here a couple weeks ago. And uh, I, I got to kick it with him a, a little bit. And he was like, my sister still rides that bike every That's freaking so day. Funny. I was like, that is so freaking cool. Like, Ray's <laughs> a good dude. He's he's in a good camp. Speaking of that, you have this single act called Ten Four, 4 And mm-hmm. um, there's only a couple guys on there that are huge. Um, I'd say three, and then you're going to get there. But how the heck do you get hooked up with Eddie Montgomery and man, Tracy Lawrence and Rhett Atkins, dude?
1: That was special, man. I'm thankful for that. Um, so Rhett, I'd written with him before and and did some deer hunting together and so he was the only one that I actually personally knew uh and I called him up and asked him that and you know I grew up uh listening to Rhett um I'm singing one of his songs tonight in our set. that ain't my truck that's one of my favorite songs ever right and uh so I called Rhett up and he was the first one I asked to be on it and he was you know in from the beginning so I was super excited and uh and then the other two so uh Tracy um we actually this is just a you know, a story of, of, you know, the, the old saying, it knows the beginning to a, con- or beginning to a conversation, you know, just to start. And so we asked his manager and he could never get a response back or anything like that. And he's probably just slammed. And I was like, man, I feel like he'd love this song. if fact, he probably ain't not even heard it yet, you know? Right. And I just got to get it to him. And so Derek Wells, my producer, he knew Julian King, who is Tracy's producer. And Derek sent julian an email and julian had actually did the demo work the engineering on that song we demoed it and he's like hey you remember this song you know uh jordan's getting red on it would love to get tracy on it so julian sent it to tracy and tracy loved it and so that was you know fun song yeah it was fun so we got him and then one of uh our managers there in riverhouse used to work with eddie montgomery back in the day and had a good relationship with eddie and she sent that song and he he hit us right back. I was like, I love this. I'm all over it. Thank you for bringing back 90s country with this wow. song. And he was like, I love it. I love it. We need more of this. So it was so cool. And, and uh, you know this old saying, don't meet your heroes because you never know how they are. Right. Uh, well, that's totally not the case in this, this instance. You know, we got to go in the studio with all three of those guys at separate times, and they were the nicest guys. and So cool to, to work
0: with. I guess it would be a goal one day to sing that song with everybody. It's going to have to be like an Definitely. ACM awards or yeah. some shit like that Definitely, to get everybody yeah. around.
1: Vocal vocal event of the year or something knock on wood. Dude, that would be pretty cool.
0: cool. That song is fun. We play it here and I just love watching the people dance to it. It's just the minute I heard it I was like that is just a fun fun song. It's Man. nothing like what's out there today in that sense and to have all those guys on there makes it even better. You yeah, know, it was fun. It was I, really fun. I can imagine. Just think if radio were to pick it up, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. did something with it. That would be yeah, that'd be cool. real cool. <laughs> that would be real cool. You got a new release out, so I'm assuming that you're touring to get all that stuff out. What's mm-hmm. your goals for like going into 22? Now that we've uh, just about gotten through this almost yeah. end of another crappy year.
1: Yeah, man, it's it's flown by too. It's been it's been great for us. Though we got like you say a lot of songs out. Yeah, and uh, I think. The goal for next year is just to keep building everything, building social numbers, building streams, uh, you know, and it just really just keep keep driving and keep grinding. I mean, because we've got, hopefully, I mean, we might can end up with some kind of deal by next year and record deal and, and, you know, Lord willing, get on the radio. But if
0: not, we're going to keep our heads up and, and right. keep hammering the road. Do you think that getting a deal is is as Um, interesting as it used to be today with all the avenues to be able to get your music out is that a goal for you or do you think you would be fine doing what you do and getting to like somewhere like where Cody Johnson got to doing Mm -hmm. what he's doing as an independent and then getting to a level to be able to kind of like write his own deal in that sense yeah
1: no I mean I think I think Lord's got a plan for everybody sure and um you know I'll whichever way he steers me whether it's a deal early or later or never or anything you know I'm thankful for all of it. And you're just going to keep grinding no matter what, I like that. What, what doors open. So I pray all the time for the right doors to open, wrong ones to close. And so if one opens, i walk through it. Um, but everybody's got their own story. So it's true. You have a, an artist that, that you would love to go out on the road with? Oh, a bunch of them, a bunch of them, yeah. I mean, Cody, you just talked about him. I got to do a few shows with Cody this past May, and it was so fun to be out there with him. Um,
0: he's a monster. Oh, it was great. He was dude, so cool to learn from him. He played here, and him and his buddy went for the run, and he came back. It was like 3.30 in the afternoon. He goes, dude, we sold any tickets? He's like, I don't, like, he's not in tune. Uh-huh. Like, he doesn't talk. And we're like, dude, there's like eight tickets left. That's it. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. This place was crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. Cody, who, who else do you look up to Alan Jackson yeah uh, dude okay hold on i'm I'm just gonna say this I love his music I just can't stand seeing him live he's so boring he just doesn't put on a show mm-hmm. he just just but you you look at Cody's all over the place he's mm-hmm. into it and super fun so hopefully you find yeah. a, a happy medium in yeah. there I think if you did an Alan Jackson show you might blow him out of the water <laughs> and they might not even stay for him no
1: I' mean I mean I and I don't know what Alan was like back in the day. I wish I could have went to one of his early shows. I don't know. I've the only one I've went to is uh Charlotte a few years back and and man it, there's an art to being able to stand still and deliver those hits though. I You're mean, right. I, I was brought to tears for sure. Me and my buddies, he's our favorite and um grew up listening to him. So I think I think if you can do it, you know And get away with and it. Get yeah. away with it. Hey, you he can do it. You know, it's it everybody's different and yeah, Cody, I mean, totally opposite performer. And yeah. uh I love both those guys. Luke Bryan's one of my favorites. I, you know, like really his earlier stuff is what I fell in love with, you know, growing up. So that'd be a bucket list to get to go out with him.
0: You he's know. actually got a, a residency here, I think, right after the first of the year. He's he playing does. There. Yeah. He does, yep. yep. It's pretty crazy to think that a country artist other than a Tim McGraw could get a residency oh, here. I know. I know. Do you know who Sam Grow is? You heard that name? Absolutely. So yeah. he's he's a good buddy of mine, and his goal as a musician is to have a residency in Las Vegas. Really? Yeah. No, and that's a pretty good goal. Dude, that's pretty neat yeah. if you think about it. Yeah. Like, like, I would say that that's the first time I'd ever heard that one come out of anyone's mouth. What about Opry? Do you look forward to?
1: Oh, 100%. Now yeah. here's what one of the things I look forward to most is being able to tell this story from the Opry circle. So the first time I ever went to Nashville not moved there just went period was summer of 2017 and it was the first time I was going up for two weeks to write and uh I was going there and the guy I was staying with he was driving back from Florida at the time and he said I won't be there till a little later go kill some time so I type in the Grand Ole Opry my GPS I'm like this has got to be the coolest place to see in Nashville so I come in straight from Georgia into the Grand Ole Opry parking lot I walk in there and they had the merch shop open. And I walked in there and, you know, meandered around a little bit. And they had the doors open to go out into the lobby. And then the doors open into the Opry Hall. Yeah. And I saw a bunch of people walking around in there. And there were security guards everywhere, but everybody was walking in there. I said, you must be able to just go in there and look. Yeah. And so I walked right past all the security guards, walked in there. And, you know, I was taking pictures, video. I still got the pictures and stuff. And Anyway, I was standing there maybe 10 minutes. And the security guard walked up, and he's like, hey, do you have your uh, VIP pass? I said, no, sir. And uh, he said, well, how'd you get in here? I, was like, I just walked through the door out right there. And uh, he was like, I don't know how we didn't see you. He was like, you can't be in here. And, uh, I mean, he was super nice about it. Right. He was like, you know, he was like, I'm sorry, I got to ask you to leave now. And I was like, all right, that's fine. You know, he was like, you, you can go around there and buy a VIP ticket and see it. And I was like, I don't seen it all now. but Yeah, I don't, I don't need the tour. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've so, already been a part of it. So
0: the first time I ever went to Nashville, I got kicked out of the Grand Ole Opry. That's a great story. So. I, I think that would be fun to watch you say that. I've been there three times, and all three times have been for an artist's Opry debut. And it's kind of a neat thing. We just got back. I went back for Thanksgiving, and Sam had his last Saturday. So mm-hmm. I flew out on Wednesday on Thanksgiving with him and his family and then uh, went. To his opera debut it was, it was pretty crazy, man. Yeah, to, to know it's that it's really special. Yeah, I mean, you got to know somebody's, or to get to know somebody's path, and their goals. Um, And to be able to get on that platform, something that they've always dreamed about. His story was about his dad was telling him that, you know, just put your head down. You'll get there. Mm -hmm. Like, a lot of people are going to come through here, but your turn will come. Yeah. It did. I saw Tony Jackson's and Stephanie Quayles. And they were just super neat experiences to watch people do what they love to do and get to that and... Um, Dylan Carmichael just came through here. I, do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. He, his story with the Opry is the best one. He actually was an employee there, really, and he was the first employee to ever play the Opry. That's pretty neat. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty cool. And then he had two other things on his bucket list. One was to play Stony's, and he knocked that one off. And his last one is to play Billy Bob's. So I said, when Billy Bob's comes up, I'm gonna fly out there. Yeah, and I'm gonna. I, I want to watch awesome. it just Heck to see yeah. their face to be able to do stuff like that. It's yeah, kind of yeah. the neatest thing in the world.
1: It is. I just had. I've been to the opera three times. Once just to go uh, when my parents were up there in town visiting, but then the last two times were to watch Ray's opera debut oh, yeah. and Drew Parker. He's one of my other good friends. I lived with okay. one summer, and and I just knowing how hard those guys have worked and seeing all the, you know everything they do. That was I don't get emotional hardly ever, and I did both both times. It's right. just, it's so special. There's such a crazy energy, you know, in that in those
0: moments. You watch them freak out in a sense Mm -hmm. i watched sam walk out his was probably i mean tony's was pretty crazy too but when sam walked out there just to his first song um you could see he was nervous yeah and then the second one he just was him and his guitar and it was probably one of the coolest things ever see and there's Mm -hmm. no other there's no other way to repeat that like he'll never to me he'll never reach that again um because it was just super neat it was his dad was the one that told him he would get there and his dad passed away and just timing is everything, man. Yeah. It's super crazy. Special. Are you looking next year to just a tour? Are you going to write some more? Are you going to record some more? All of the above.
1: All of the yeah. above. You're
0: just a machine.
1: <laughs> hey, we're grinding. We are grinding. Are I'm you writing. still living with Ray? I am. Yep. Yeah. He uh, bought a he bought a house and once. Now this is this is post So I remember actually the first time we ever got a hit. Uh, we were in that little house in Hendersonville. this little rental house, and I was staying in the guest bedroom. And it, I don't even think it was supposed to be a bedroom, but. I remember the, the day he came in and, and got his first check from his first hit that, of Luke's. I think it was when it rains it pours. Right. And he comes in and he busts open my door early in the morning's like, Hey, I can go get my phone fixed. Look at this. And shows <laughs> me the check. <laughs> so but yeah, man, he's he's doing great. And you yeah. got him a house out in Mount Juliet and I rent from him now. I so, love it. I love it. You Look yeah. at
0: that. You don't just stay there, you get to pay rent and everything. That's, That's, right. That's he, right. He he just came through on a radio tour for Girl in It. And he he hit me up the day before he was coming to town. He goes, I'm just letting you know I'm coming to town, and I'm wearing a Stony shirt. Okay, I said whatever, dude. That's awesome, appreciate it. I didn't believe like I mean I I mean I did, but I didn't. I thought it was cool. Well, then the people at the radio station send me pictures of him, and he's wearing and a fucking like, Stoney shirt, and I'm like, to me, he understands my my um, my background and stuff like that, and how Stoney's is in this market with radio and everything like that, and it was just yeah. funny to me that he wore it, and it was kind of like a statement for him to, dude, I'm going to support what you do, and he yeah. always writes me, he's like, you've championed me from day one, because he's played here a few times, mm-hmm. and we have fun with him, man, he's just a neat dude, and... He's a football fan too. I think that's maybe why I like him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I just talked to
1: him about the game earlier today and it was, he's in a bad place too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I ain't got nothing to whine about. We lost last week, so I was out of it. I mean, I just, I don't think I've had a good football team in probably seven, eight, nine years. So I don't even, I, I rely on other teams that I kind of like to beat the teams that I don't like sort yeah. of thing. Like I loved when Alabama. Alabama played USC and wiped the floor with them. That made me uh-huh. happy. And I like yeah. when Ohio State loses every game they lose. That yeah. makes me happy too. Now <laughs> that Big Ten all day yeah. long. I mean uh-huh. I'm I'm a Nebraska fan by heart, but I don't know, dude. Well this has been yeah. fun. Tell people how to find you online.
1: Yeah. So uh say Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, really everything is Jordan Rowe Music. And then our website is jordanroeofficial.com, and uh, there you can find new music coming, tickets, merch, all the above. So y'all check us out. Support your local farmer, man. Absolutely. That's
0: that's an awesome thing to be a part of, too. Absolutely. Thanks again for the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me.